Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A Big Spark Studios original. Hey guys, I'm Azra and I'm Aisha and, and we're, we're the Meon Twins. Twins and you guys are watching All Access and we are here with you guys for another episode. Did you're going to say we were the guests? I don't guest? know what I was going to say, but <laughs> I'm going through it. But <laughs> what I was trying to say is you guys are watching another episode of our podcast. And Aisha, why yeah. don't you um, start us off with what we're talking about? I gave I you that job for I this episode. I can't form sentences right now and I don't know why. Okay, basically we are going to be talking about... The insight on the industry. So obviously, um, what we do for work isn't really, you know, the normal average job that you see on a daily daily basis. Like a nine to five. Yeah. So I feel like you know when we grow up learning about all these jobs that you can get into when you're older, we're told like you do this and that and this and that. But what we do is not very common, and it's also very new that there's a lot of things that you guys might not know goes behind um, our work. So we kind of wanted to fill you guys in. And honestly, us two years ago. Um, really didn't even know this much either it's crazy how much we learned so we're like you know why don't we share a little bit of what we've experienced over the past you know year and a half or two years and you you guys would honestly be shocked yeah at some things that um we've been you know experiencing so yeah I feel like social media like right now it's still such a new thing where it's not taken seriously at all like if you say that's your job people look at you and they laugh they're like yeah whatever it's temporary like go get a degree and like I get that and all it's just because it's such a new like occupation if that makes sense mm-hmm. like even like when I go back home like my friends like laugh at it like they're like oh so like what are you actually gonna do when you get older like what's the long-term mm-hmm. goal I'm like well obviously like social media is not gonna be my long-term thing but it's definitely like part of my career path part of my journey if that makes sense so yeah one thing I want to say is that it's frustrating in our position when people don't take it seriously because we see the amount of work that goes behind it. But a lot of people don't, don't. which is understandable, which is understandable because, you know, even when we were back at home watching these people on social media before we were really into it, we thought like too, like how do people make a living off of this? And it's I like, you so don't confused. really know because you know, what you see is, you know, what you get, you don't, you know, really experience what we experience behind the scenes, you know, on a daily basis. Cause you know, when people think about what we do, they're like, Oh, you film some content and you just go about your day. But like, there's a lot more. So we're going to share, you know, all those things that we kind of have been dealing with over time. And like, you know, do you yeah. want to know one thing that took me so long to like get used to and learn about? Because when I was from the outsider's perspective, I never knew Understood. this. Yeah. So like when I, I used to be like the type of person where I loved watching like travel vloggers and like travel models and stuff like that and like I would always think how do they have all this money to travel the world right yeah and then you think oh like sometimes maybe brands will like help them with the stuff but like half the time if they're posting tags on their story for a hotel or like a place most of the time they're getting paid to go on these trips they're not paying for anything out of or the or going for free so or regardless free. they're not losing anything so that was always so weird to me because I used to always look at them and be like oh they must have so much money because they spend it going on all these trips but most of the time it was like all paid for trips or they were getting paid to go on these trips and it was paid for to promote the uh, places yeah places maybe a food spot maybe like an airline I don't know like there could be anything that you can be sent on a trip for which makes no sense do you want to know why because nowadays I feel like you know 
I remember seeing this thing where it was like internet killed television and like in a way it did. So like obviously when we were kids, we'd watch commercials, right? So these brands would put all this money into, you know, making a commercial so that, you know, the ad would pop up in the middle of us watching a show. And then that's how people would get, you know, how that's how these brands would get their um, views or advertisements yeah. or whatever, like out there. But now when you think about it, like these influencers have such an influence on, you know, these kids that are and watching a big it reach and a big reach that. They're, we're becoming the commercial nowadays. And I'm not saying like just us, but like anyone in the industry that has a platform has become the commercial. So now these brands are, instead of investing their money into probably making, probably spending it on a like actual digital commercial, you know how they're I using, you know, it? these influencers to promote it instead, which is honestly genius on their part. And then, you know, great on our part as well, because exactly. we get to, you know, make money off of it. I think of it as like, sometimes I think about like billboards, for example, like a company will, will put money and put up a billboard so people can look at it. And let's see, you know, everyone is walking past it every single day and they look at it and they see this brand or this company or whatever. And they can make, they could reach a couple of million people just by having that billboard there for like a couple of weeks. It's the same thing with like, putting that trust into an influencer who has let's say five million followers you're reaching not maybe not all that five million but a, a decent chunk, amount yeah. so it's kind of like the same thing that's how i used to think of it and i still kind of think of it like that like you said internet killed television we're becoming the new way of like promotion that's the only word i could use is like promoting and um yeah yeah i guess word of mouth for like brands and i feel like it's such a great like tool to have because when i used to be such a big fan of some people like if they were using a certain skincare thing, oh, I'd go buy it the next day. Oh, yeah. And now I think about it, I'm like, wow, like they definitely just, sometimes they might like maybe not use it or maybe not like it. Maybe they do love it. But sometimes like you never really know like if they truly have good intention or even use, use the product. Or like that product. Right. Um, but I think the great way to like kind of start off like talking about the industry is um, the process of getting signed to an agency. Because I remember when we were back home, um, I was always wondering how these influencers were getting brand deals. So I'm sure that you guys, obviously, um, when you watch influencers, you'll see like branded content scattered around their TikTok or YouTube or whatever the case is. Um, and I never really knew how like these people get these deals. So obviously when we weren't signed to an agency and we were just um, solo dolo, you know, back in New York, mm -hmm. um, of course you have an email and then these brands can reach out, you know, if you put your email in like your bio of your Instagram and something or something like that. So uh, we did get a couple of those, I feel like, which obviously something I also learned about um a lot like in the process was um uh, negotiating so obviously like oh, you have 100%. to you have to value yourself in this industry in a way that like if i'm putting myself out there to promote a product i need to understand my value and because you know these brands can lowball you a lot they always will lowball you because they don't want they want to spend the least amount of money as possible to get you to do this you know deal or like to promote so they will always try to give you the cheapest so it's so important amount. like yeah um, being around people that also are in the industry, you're able to like compare, um, I would, I wouldn't say numbers exactly, but like compare your rates as to, you know, how you're going to portray yourself to these brands. Um, so that was something that we kind of, it was a learning process for us in the beginning. But, um, when we first came out here, we obviously met a lot of people that do what we do, but they were all signed to agencies. And to be quite honest, I feel like when we both moved out here, we did not know the difference between like agencies, managers. Like I didn't know what any of that meant. I was honestly, I was the same way. When I thought about agencies, I thought about like only modeling. I didn't even know there were like social media agencies. I didn't really know anything. And I thought that like when you're obviously out here, there's like, like acting agencies. And yeah, exactly. So. There's all different like realms. But um, and there's a lot of people that even have agencies and don't have managers or have managers and don't have agencies. Yeah. So for us, we um, we have an agency that we got signed to about a year and a half ago. No. Yeah, like almost a year and a half ago. And we love them to death. They're the best. They have Great done team. so much for us. And um, 
we we don't have a manager. That's one thing we don't have. I know a lot of people out here do. Um, we do have an amazing assistant, Julie, who's sitting over Mrs. there. Julie I Russell. don't even know. She's not even like an assistant. I don't even know what to call her. You need what your own title. You, yeah. What would you label yourself for us? This episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you can get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Um, the great thing about HelloFresh is how convenient it is. And not only that, but the ingredients are pre-portioned, so you don't have to worry about adding too much of one thing to it and making it taste <laughs> bad. Um, and you can also change it up. And if you want to do quick and easy meals or family-styled recipes, you can do that as well. Um, another great thing is sometimes when it comes to cooking, you get bored of cooking the same things over and over again. But HelloFresh makes sure that doesn't happen. So every single week, there's 50 different options, and you can skip weeks if you need to, depending on you know how much you're eating or if you're going away and all that stuff or even change the little the delivery date so there's just so many different ways to make it convenient for yourself yeah it's amazing not only that but for us during the time of ramadan uh, it becomes super hard for us too to cook for ourselves because not only do we get tired but we don't <laughs> have our mom cooking for us out I here know. so HelloFresh has been so helpful this month because it's quick and easy and it doesn't waste any time and it tastes good either way so it's great so make sure to go to HelloFresh.com slash AllAccess16 and use code AllAccess16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. You guys don't want to miss out. It is the best thing ever. Not so only that, but that's and so, so many tasty. free meals. I know. <laughs> so you guys should get on that for sure. Julie. Julie, Julie there that's you go. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so we do have Julie. Um, I guess you could say she's our manager, but she's not our manager. I don't know how to even explain it. But, um, yeah, so they're all very different. Like, assistant managers um, and agents are all very different. How would you describe the difference between, like, uh, an assistant and an agent? Like, how explain the correlation for how it works for us. Like, in what ways, they're like, what their jobs are. Okay, so our agents, we ha we're part of an agency. So it's called, we could say what it's called, right? Okay. It's A3 Artist Agency. <laughs> and um, so it's a pretty big agency they have like um, I think buildings in like New York LA and like a few other places and uh, we have two specific agents that are like assigned to us if that makes sense who like has like, a good team so we have a team of like a couple of people that like strictly handle us and our business and they basically go out and reach out to these brands that we're interested in or brands that are interested in us and um, go back and forth and try to negotiate brand deals or opportunities and then once our agency gets those um, deals they bring it to us and then whether or not we want to do it we say yes give them the green light and then that's kind of how it works from there but um, we both aren't the greatest at checking our emails. So that's when Julie comes into play. And that's where she kind of handles the back end of like our agencies reaching out to us. So she's kind of like the middleman. The middleman. She like kind of just does the communication between us and our agency. And then also does so much work in between. Like Yeah, all of that. Um, all of that. But um, that's kind of how it goes when it comes to our agents and our um, and Julie. So some people also wonder like how that works money wise, like how they get paid. Um, some people do give like their agents, managers and stuff like a flat rate, but most of them give them a percent. So the normal like percentage that you should be giving your agents or like managers or assistants is like 10%. Um, I know some places do like 15, 20, which I think is a lot. That's a lot of your money when taxes end up coming out. Like you're only technically making half of what your deals are. Or even so, less. But I will say this, you have to be so careful out here when it comes to um, signing into an agency or a management. Um, I kind of want to share a story that about a management experience that we had. Are we able to do that? Okay, I'm going to briefly give you guys some insight on an experience that Ozra and I had uh, when it came to 
signing a contract without really knowing what that meant. So when we first got signed to our agency, we obviously had to sign a contract. And, you know, of course, we have an attorney who checks over our contracts to make sure we're not getting screwed over. Which is very, stuff. very important. Very important, I feel yes. like I have to tell everyone that, like, it is worth giving a percent to an attorney to look over all your contracts because I know so we many We don't people. read the fine lines, obviously, you know. There, you need someone to double check, you know, what a lot of you know a sentence means because it could be taken many different ways you see so many scary stories of like artists that get stuck in like a two-year contract like a 10-year contract and they can't release music so it's like it's 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 so scary i'm sure like yeah people have so many stories about you know their struggles with you know signing but um yeah we signed under an agency and at the same time we did sign under um a person who ended up you know we give a percentage to them as well but we also um in the process we had someone that was helping us um with the process that was getting signed. And I would say he was more of like, um, you could Kinda see like him a as a, like, yeah, you could see him as a Julie um, or even like a manager position, but we weren't signed under him. He was just kind of helping us um, with the process of signing to an agency. So this man happened to give us all of our contracts and he told us that um, our attorney looked at all of them. So all we had to do was sign it. So that's where us two really trustful girls decided to be like, okay, let's just sign the papers that we were given. So there was three contracts that we were given, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And we signed all three because we were told that our attorney looked over all three. Come to find out a couple months later, there was one contract that was slipped under there that we didn't even know about. about, And turns out our attorney did not look over it. And he was taking like 5%. He was taking a percentage of our earnings and we had no idea. So obviously we had to fix that situation and the contract was voided. You know, we were able to get out of it and stuff after confronting the person. But that just goes to show like, for example, if we didn't pay attention to that, we could have been having a percentage of our earnings going to someone and we have no idea. It's just so important to be careful. Yeah. We thought that was a person we could trust and not have to worry about. And then, you know, later on you come to find out that that person is taking something from you and you don't even know so i i mean like our luckily our our situation wasn't horrible but like i've there heard are some stories crazy stories where, oh of my people gosh, like, like getting really screwed over by some it's people. like scary to be honest yeah um so another thing i want to talk about is i know we briefly touched on like brand deals and stuff that we get from our agency but i want to talk about that process and like paid work like even a podcast and like stuff like that because i feel like some people also don't really understand um i'm gonna take one one thing for example um are you like the Shein thing that we worked on, right? It launched in December, right? Yeah. But we were actually working on that since like March. So yeah. we were going for like months at a time, which a, which a lot of people don't even know about. And like half of the deals that we do, it actually takes months for it to like fully end or for like mm-hmm. exclusivity to end. Like there's so many things that go behind it. Um, I know we said it a few times, but like even us just filming a video and like let's say we are promoting something on TikTok um, or even on Instagram or like stories. Um, like – those stories, yes, like they're organic because we make them, but there's a process of that. Like, yeah. we can't just be posting the stories. We have to, you know, do the stories, screen record them, send it to the agents who sends it to the brand, make sure they're okay with it, make sure we didn't say anything wrong, like misinformation. There was no logos in the background no logos that could like have, you know, maybe competitors. Um, and then once they approve it, then we can like post it at a certain time and date. Um, but there's times when, you know, you'll be working on one video, right? And it takes so long. You're proud of it. You send it in. And there's something the brand doesn't like and they make you redo it. And that can happen like two or three times. So funny today. um, I actually had an instance. I was so upset. I did a brand deal and I filmed this maybe like a month and a half or almost two months ago. And I had to refilm it twice. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'll refilm it. I refilmed it for the second time because obviously there was like a talking point. I didn't mention that the brand wanted me to include. 
So today I had to post the brand deal and I was like, oh, great. I did everything perfectly. I followed all the guidelines, all the rules that I had to, all the hashtags, all the, you know, the tags. And I posted and it was like three stories and then one TikTok, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, finally, everything's up. I get a text from Julie 10 minutes later. She goes, got to take the TikTok, do- TikTok down. You know, something was wrong with it. And I'm like, oh, oh but the video it? is doing well. So I had to take it down and fix something and then oh. repost it. And then obviously you have all these comments that are like, you why'd you repost this? it? It doesn't make any sense. You just posted this 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, well, there that Messed goes. Up. <laughs> so obviously there's moments like that that are so frustrating because now like all of a sudden I'm like, people are rewatching this and they're like, why is she like taking it down? And then it doesn't do as well. And then these brands are probably like, let me not reach out again. Which I have a bone to pick with these brands. Um, I'm not going to, you know, pinpoint any brand, but I do want to rant first. I already know exactly what you're going to say. Can I, can I give you a hint? What? Or can I tell you what I think it is? What? Creative uh, freedom. Yeah. Okay. Exactly so when it comes going. to making branded content, a lot of these brands fail to realize that the more ad like a video is, the more likely I'm even to scroll past it. I don't really care to watch a video if you're going to just be like, Blah, 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 this product, blah, 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 this is what it does, this is what it, it's yeah, great. Yeah, I hate that. Like, personally, for me, when I'm watching, I'm like, okay, cool, I don't even enjoy paid. watching it, I don't enjoy filming it, I don't like, There's I, nothing yeah, exciting about it. it's nothing fun about it. So, one thing that I have to give credit to when it comes to certain brands is when you give full creative freedom to the um, content creator. So, for example, if a brand comes to you and is like, I want you to include this in a video, and maybe one or two talking points, right? Yeah. And they're like, but you have full creative freedom, make a video. And it's like, now if I'm going to make organic content using that, not only are the people going to love it, but I'm going to enjoy filming exactly. it and it's going to show through the video. 100%. And it's not going to look like an advertisement as much. And it's like the chances of someone actually wanting to buy that are so much more likely rather than me sitting there for almost a full minute giving you a list of reasons why you should buy it. And it's like at this point, that's one thing that's gotten so exhausting when it comes to working with these brands is like, how are you going to say it? Because sometimes these brands will be like, oh, full creative freedom. I'm like, okay, cool. I send a draft of my idea. And they're like, no, but you should include this, 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 and this. Oh, I and hate I'm like, that. Okay, so basically it's not creative freedom anymore. You're exactly. telling me what to do. So don't tell me I have creative freedom. Sorry, I'm very passionate about this because I get mad. And no, I'm, like, I'm the same way. It's fair to us, you know? For example, like if I'm watching, okay, no, not even if I'm watching something, but let's say they tell me, we want you to use this product, let's say when you're getting ready in the morning, in, in you know, right after you finish your um, makeup, use this and mention these 10 things about it. So I'm going to sit there, hold this product. Hey guys, well today, like, no, that's not organic. That's not fun. People are not going to like watching that. I don't like watching it. I don't have fun making it. So it's so much more fun when they're like, if you could just hit like these three target things and just show the product. Literally, if you could just put that, slide it into the video where it looks so natural, that's where people are actually going to enjoy the video. Like, I've seen... So, you know who actually is really good at doing that sometimes? Mm. When I watch Noah's... Um, I was talking about him yesterday. Really? When I watch oh some of gosh, Noah's so brand deals, like, he's actually so funny with it and, like, organic. And, like, some brands are, like, too picky where they don't want you to do a certain thing. But, like, him, like, he's so himself that, like, it has a million likes on the video. And that is so much more worth it for a brand standpoint because they're get- getting way more traction than if you're telling him to do a list of things in a video. Yeah. Like the fact that like he could post a video and it doesn't look like a brand deal, it's even though so it incredible. is a brand deal, like that is when you know it's gold is when it doesn't look yeah. like it's branded. And I feel like that's so important because as long as you're getting the point of cross and showing, you know, that product or thing or whatever it is um, without it looking so commercially if that yeah. makes sense that's how you know you hit the like hit you hit the spot if that makes sense do you have any brand in mind that you like extremely like loved working with loved working with yeah <gasps> did you think i was gonna say hate because yeah. i wouldn't do that um, um a brand that you really liked 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can go first. Let me think on that one. Hmm. Ooh, I actually know. Easy. Hmm. Steve Madden. Oh, why don't you share why? Okay, so if you guys didn't know, my first ever job was at Steve Madden when I was living in Staten Island at the Staten Island Mall. I worked there for like a year, I think, and I was a sales associate selling shoes, you know, trying to make my commission every week. I loved my job, loved my coworkers, had so much fun, like literally all my shoes were Steve Madden. I would leave every single day of work with a new pair of shoes. It was a problem. <laughs> but I loved That's it. Funny. It was so much fun. And then I think it was almost a year ago when my agents, when I told my agents, you know, I used to work for them, love Steve Madden, came back and we got our first brand deal with them. And then we also just had a recent brand deal with them. And I literally enjoy it so much because I know the product. They give us creative freedom, which I love. I can write about this all day. And, like, people actually enjoy the content. It's so funny. Especially since they know my story. It's so much more fun for the for the viewers. It's funny because when the packages come in, she goes, oh, my God, those package slips I used to put on the boxes. Literally, I used to do it. Them. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I have this one bag. You saw it. Um, the, my first ever bag that I got from when I was working there, it was this little white bag. And that thing I used, it was torn apart. It turned It was gray literally gray. It, it was so white. Much. And it turned, like, brown gray because it was so dirty. And they sent me a new one for one of the deals we had to do. And I literally took my old one out, compared the colors. One of them literally looked brown, but they were the same exact bag. <laughs> and like I had a little That's emotional funny. moment. But it was great. I Yeah, I loved working with Steve Madden. And I c- want to continue because, I don't know, I just have like a special connection. I would say mine would be Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, I think good I one. Like, I like religiously use their makeup on a daily. And when they reached out for me to do like a brand deal with them on a specific product that I actually use every single day, I was like... I'm using it right now. It literally makes, like, like when you love a brand and they, like, reach out to you, it makes it that much more exciting because you're like, I actually stand behind it. I actually love it. Yeah. Um, And that's why also it's important for, like, these, you know, influencers to um, show products that they use on a daily without getting paid. Like, sometimes it's, like, tough because people don't want to show a product. They're like, well, I'm not getting paid to promote it. It's like, no, sometimes show that you like it. It's organic. It's real. And then maybe these brands will hit you up later on and be like, oh, I saw that you use this. I'd love to work with you. Yeah. Um, so I was so happy about that because I've talked about Charlotte Tilbury like so many times time. before that. And I was like, oh, my God, like I'm so excited right now. This is there is any brand you want to work with like in the future? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Um, I would say there's like a lot of clothing brands I'd like to work with. But like that's me trying to get more into the fashion industry. So maybe Agreed. more high end brands. I don't really have one in mind specifically, but in general would love to work with like a higher end brand, higher Same, end brand, like fashion brand. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to makeup, I would say any brand in Sephora. Cause I use, I use Probably like a lot of, you know, different products. Same. So there's not one in particular. What about you? Um, I would say I would agree with the high end fashion brands for sure. Um, maybe my number one would probably be Fendi because I love Fendi or like even, Oh my gosh. Wait, there's so many. I can't even, like, pinpoint. Um, I'll just say Fendi for now. That's or even one. Balenciaga. Who love oh, Balenciaga. that's a cool one. Um, oh, I have a good one, actually. They actually did a collab with Fendi. Skims. Oh, that would okay. be amazing. Do you want to know my obsession with Skims? It's actually a little unhealthy. I ended up ordering, like, three packages in a week of, like... I ordered yesterday. 
Me too. You did? Yes. I was doing it like a lot. Like I shopping spent like therapy. 150 bucks. Wow. It's I so good. I love their products. There's, That's honestly one of my favorite brands right now because it has every shade possible of like colors you can wear. I've just, yeah. And you can promote so anything. Like they have, they have like a dress that you can wear to sleep. It's like a Skims dress. Have you seen that one dress? Yes. That long I dress. Buy oh it. I was going to buy it too, but it's like always sold out. That thing is like flattering to anybody. And I've seen like everyone on TikTok from like a size, whatever, zero, double zero to like whatever. And everyone looks amazing in this yeah. dress. It is so like. That's a good brand. Oh, amazing. Oh, I'd work with Skims in a second. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I think we could get into kind of like, um, how much goes in the back end in terms of um, working with these brands? So like meetings. So I don't know if you guys know this, but when it comes to like working with, let's say, give me a random brand that we've worked with. Um, Beats by Dre. Perfect one, right? It, you know, I'm sure you guys know they're, they have uh, headphones, they have speakers, all that stuff. We got offered to do a brand deal with them just recently. And you'd think, you know, the brand would just send over like, oh, do this, this, this. But no, sometimes they want to meet you face to face and actually get to know you as a person, see what you're like, see what you don't like. So most of the time when we have these, um, you know, brands reaching out for a brand deal, we, we have, have like to a do meeting. meeting. So yeah, I would say most brands, it's like one meeting and then like you'll just email each other mm -hmm. back and forth. But there are so many times where I'm just like, let me know why we are having three meetings with this brand when they can just send that in an email. Because, but I get also they on their end, they want to meet you. They want to see what you're like. They want to know if they will work with you again based on what you're like, you know, how you communicate with True. them, which is smarter on their end because, um, you know, sometimes if you don't meet them, you don't know how they're going to be and stuff and, you know, how they respond or if they're negative or whatever. Wait, can I tell you but one thing? This is so wrong. Can I tell you one thing that I love? What? Like right after the meeting, what they usually do is they send over the creative brief, which is basically do's and don'ts the overview how long they want it to be if you can put music they s basically write like a whole thing of like what you what you can do what you can't do and um they show examples what i love is when they keep the brief nice and short and simple and understandable i hate when there's like a six page brief and i'm looking for the whole thing and i'm like oh Julie, my gosh sit down with me. Like i don't know what any of this is saying technically it is homework because like this is our no job, it is so like it is our break it down yeah it's a lot more it's like when you were in middle school having to write outlines for essays that's oh basically my god what it is. that's, that's exactly exact way what to put it, it. literally there'd be days where like julie's like okay you guys have to film this brand deal today like okay and then we, me and i start going next to each other like, okay do you open the brief yet she goes no so you both sit next to each other open the brief we're like that's so the first much. person we call like julie we need help we don't know how to understand any of this oh my god because sometimes they make it very confusing but sometimes like when they have it very clear and like to the point and like i can like, get a video done like quickly that's when it's like great you know what's I want to talk about this word because no one knows what this word means. And for the longest time when we would do social media, like back at home in New York before we were out here, so many of these brands would use this word in the emails. And I was like, what does that mean? Wait, what? And people to this day, like friends that we've made, I think like Troy recently like asked me about it like a couple months ago and I told him what it means. He goes, oh, that makes so much sense. And now wait, he deliverables? uses the word. The word deliverables. So... I don't I know. think Julie's that's a like, real wait, what? Why are you that's a weird word to you? I don't think that's a real word. Is that a real word? Okay, I never I understood. No it. one knew what that word means, and I never knew what that word means. So let me explain to you guys what a deliverable is. So usually when we get an email from a brand, it'll be like, so here is are your deliverables for your um for this video, right? For this deal. For this deal. And then it'll also be like, give us your rate slash deliverables and i was like what's a rate and what's a deliverable rate is obviously how much you want to get paid to do that you know that content 
And a deliverable is basically what they're asking from you. So, for example, if a brand reaches out and they're like, I want you to post three stories, one TikTok, and one reel, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. That's your deliverables. So, it'll be like, your deliverables for this brand will be the three stories, the TikTok, and the reel. And I never knew so that like that's four what deliverables. It's yeah. basically what you're delivering to the brand and what you're posting. It sounds so simple, it but does. like when you don't know anything in the beginning, like, um, you'll be like, okay, did you get your deliverables done for the month? Or like, someone would say in the beginning, I'd be like, like, yeah. Wait, what is a deliverable? Like, I was so Or, confused. like, what's your rate for, um, um, oh, what deliverables are you okay with with this rate? And I was like, what does that mean? So, it's basically people saying, like, for this amount of money, what are you willing to post? Yeah. Which yeah. I never knew. Like, I don't know why, like, like, I would even ask my family, my uncle, and I'm like, do you know what th this word means? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. They'd be so confused. I just felt, like, stupid for the longest time. Um. Oh, this is a good thing I wanted to touch on. So what's something that you've learned that we didn't know about, like, the business side of things in the industry until you came out here? Ooh, okay, I have a good one. Um, not that I didn't know. I guess I learned it, like, going down the line. I thought, like, like normal, right, after you post a brand deal or whatever, let's say, you know, you're just promoting something with the brand. I thought you get paid, like, the next week or, like, it works like a normal job. No, no, no. They have things called net 30s, net 60s, and it can go higher than that. Basically, it's saying that in your deal, in your contract, it will say, let's say this deal's a net 30. That means they will pay you 30 days after you post. So a lot of the deals that we get, we don't get paid for them until like a month or two later, sometimes even longer. Like there's some brands that was like, like six months. Six months. So like sometimes it'll take really, really long for you to get paid for that one thing you do. And it's so frustrating because like a normal job, like, like you, you get paid what? Like bi-weekly usually? Sometimes oh, even bi weekly. What is it? Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly? Yeah. What is bi-weekly? Every two weeks. Oh. Oh, my God. You need to go back to school? <laughs> wow. It's been a while, guys. <coughs> yeah, bi-weekly. <coughs> that but cough is nasty. Oh, my God. Why do you have to point it out, guys? I'm okay. I'm not sick. But what I was going to say is that's You sound a little nasally. I know. I've been all morning. I don't know why. Don't make fun of it. But anyway. Huh? It's the cats, right? I know. I think it has to be. Oh, baby. Um, little muffin. Um, wait, yeah, can I pause the conversation for a second? Sorry, I'm so She's so like what? What do we name the kitten? So we have three names: Simba, Nemo, or, or sock. sock. And the reason Sock is thrown in there is because he loves playing with socks. I think Sock is adorable. We know. I've did. been calling I, it I'm gonna, Sock. I wanted Nemo at first, but now I'm saying Simba. Just put it in the comments below. I'm curious. I know. Please tell us. Um, <laughs> back to my answer for your question, because you asked it. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah. No, that did. I know it confused you too. Like net thirty and net sixty. Like that was the most confusing thing. I'm like, what's net? You know 30? what? It's like, not even confusing. Even it's frustrating. Because you know there are days where you're just like, man, I haven't done work in a while, and then your bank account's just kind of sitting there looking pretty, and you're like, but I feel like I've done so much. And then it's like four months later, all these brands are like finally sending it out because it's been like net thirty, and you're like, oh shoot, like you forget about half. You of forget. Them. Not only do you forget, but sometimes you're like. Have I been even working? And it makes you, like, get nervous because you're not getting paid for exactly. anything. Exactly. But it makes sense, though, why brands do that. They need to see, like, you know, um, how, it, how well it does yeah. and if they want to reach out again and all this stuff. Oh, and um, one of the bi one big thing I also want to talk about when it comes to, like, all these brand deals and social media is, one, it really doesn't matter about your followers. It matters about your engagement and your analytics. Yes, like, you can true. have 10 million followers but get 20,000 likes, and you're not going to get a lot of brand deals. Or you will because maybe some brands aren't that smart and, like, they don't really pay attention. But most of the time, if you're going to do a brand deal, they will ask for your analytics, like, your engagement on your Instagram, like, how many likes you get, um, how many views in your story you get, how many, impressions, you know, impressions. What's your target audience? What country? What's the age? Yeah, so when that brand sees that it's fitting for them, then they will offer, like, a, a higher amount. But 
most of the time it really isn't about how many followers you have. It's about how much engagement you have with those with that number of followers. Yeah. So like let's say you have twenty percent, that's crazy good. Ten percent's even really good, but let's say you have like one percent, two percent engagement. It's really not that great. Um obviously over time like that can change like maybe if you change up your content maybe your engagement gets better or engagement gets worse so that is something really important to pay attention to because yeah. even though you do have a big number of followers on the screen it really can sometimes mean nothing to a brand yeah and what is a little nerve-wracking when it comes to doing you know brand deals um for like our work like work-wise um is you know obviously over time let's say you're having um not the greatest month when it comes to your views or this or that and you feel like you're falling off and things aren't going your way you know you start to get nervous because our job isn't technically our job isn't guaranteed you know income. salary or income like a normal job would be like you don't have like x amount an hour that you're working for for a nine to five it's like you kind of just got to get lucky with how much you're making and then hopes that these brands are going to keep wanting you to promote their stuff um which is scary because it's like you know, the all months fluctuate. Like, yeah, like you have a month where you're doing really well. Another month, it's like, hmm, didn't really do that well. But yeah, it's like you could be so fine and dandy and feel like, you know, work is great. And then like in a couple months, we could be like, oh, shoot. Like, are That's we going to have to choose a different career path? Dude, anytime I'm sitting down and doing any sort of like, like application or like tax paper, I'm sitting with Julie and they're asking for like my annual income. I'm like, I don't know. It changes all the time. Yeah. Like, that's one thing. It's so annoying. I'm like, I really don't know what to write because it could be like like a really big difference every yes. single time. Like you really don't know. It's not a steady like Amount number ever. So that was always like, I don't know what to write. And I was just like, <laughs> always so confused. Yeah. But I feel like we had a lot of points there. We did. I'm trying to think of what else. Hmm. What else? Huh. Oh, okay. You want to know what I want to talk about? This is a little bit more of a personal problem of mine, but it's like a great time for me to rant about it. What, Aisha? So Let obviously, Ozra and I work together. We're <laughs> work partners, right? Yeah. Oh God. We're, I don't even know what. Okay. What is this conversation? Continue. No, we're not talking about the fifty one forty nine because I'll cry. Um, we're gonna talk about the fact that I can never get a break from Ozra and she can't get a break from me because we work together. So that's so weird, actually. It's very weird because we work together. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of doing weird. this for a long time. Why are you shocked? I don't know. When you really put it in that perspective, it's kind of strange, isn't it? It is a little bit. Anyway, I wake up every day and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go about my day. I'm gonna go to the gym, gonna come home, get ready. And then there's Ozra lingering into my room, like, Aisha, we gotta do this and this and this. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Ozra. Because you know what? You would never do that to me. And then if you, if I never did it to you, guess what? We'd have no productivity in our okay, life. Okay, you know what? Now you want to pick an argument. I wasn't going to pick an argument. I'm not picking an argument. I'm just telling the truth. Okay, fine, fair enough. Anyway, back to what I was saying before you really interrupted me with that comment. I was going to say... I never get me time, and you never get you time, and, and that's why becoming an issue lately. A really big problem. We're like, oh, we gotta work hard and get all this stuff done, and then we're like, we're falling off, so we should work harder. And we, let's film more content. And then we bicker, and then we get mad over the small stuff. Like and then this we end up when I should took my shampoo, which I will bring up because this morning she took my shampoo and didn't get it back, and then started to have a little attitude this with me this morning just because she took my shampoo, which I should be the one because getting because she took mine two weeks before. You and then I it. bought you a new one. Oh my god. Okay, we're not talking about the shampoo right now. I'm talking about something. We're else. talking about just how this this is a situation. We're of talking us being about. Thanks how for, can I continue my continue? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, that's the problem with being business partners <laughs> and sisters because now that we spend 24 seven with each other literally like the smallest thing you do it's like a married couple the smallest thing you do or that person does will like bother you like if you see i'm treating my gum a certain way like you actually get frustrated do you want to know what it is though this goes for anyone that spends too so much time, much time. yeah exactly too much time let me rephrase that too yeah. much time <laughs> is because we never actually get a break i never get my alone time like if i'm actually about to go to sleep 
and lay in bed. She'll come running into her room and sit there. I'm like, okay, cool. Can you get out now? And it's just like in the nicest I way possible. I get lonely, okay? I understand. But how are you lonely? You've been with me 23 and a half hours of the entire day. What's the half hour? Me being alone. I'm running away from you. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Guys, I feel like. How, do you see this? I just need a little bit me time. And I never I get agree. That. I'm glad. Should we just not be like. Talk for like, like a, a long break from each other. But then who's going to be in charge of the Neon Twins account? You see? This is oh, where exactly. the issue comes We in. fight over that. Yep. Yeah. It's wow, this an should be a consistent problem. It's fine. That's just what we have to suffer with. This is something twins. we should just go to therapy for, for instead of just ranting on it on live. We should. Like couples therapy, but no, like No, actually, I kind of like this. Maybe people in the comments can like help us out. Help us out. Tell us what we need to do. How do we I stop help. this? <laughs> I think we should just give e- like each other like we should. You know what we should do? This is going to be my okay, therapy. I'm going to write here. Quickly. We should like treat our work like a nine to five. And then when it hits like five to six o'clock, just leave each other alone. Like, you go do your thing, hang out with your friends. I hang out with my friends. We have the same friends. And that's where the problem is. What are you talking about? Let's go explore, meet new people. That is very true true. information, (laughs) Julie. I love that you brought up that point. Okay, maybe like 8 or 9 p.m. But, like, I just think that it's good for us to both just leave each other alone sometimes. Is that your way of telling me to leave you alone? Yes. Well, I'm really offended. But I know you're thinking it, too. No, actually, I have been. I think that's why. I think that one trip I went on to Vegas with just Kiara and you weren't there. Literally love you, but had the best time of my life without you there. Because we need that we need that separation. I can't even lie. You went fine. Dude, I came back and you're like, you missed out. I went to Malibu. I did this. I yeah, did that. I, I'm not, not going to lie. I yeah, got my like nails s- done. I think we need more of that, which I don't know how this conversation got to this, but I know we, we both We should take a trip soon. And well, like separately. you should take a trip soon. And I, I will gladly. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly take a trip away from you. You know what we should do too? I saw, oh my God, do you remember when the Dolan twins made that video? It was like, <gasps> you throw something on the map and wherever it lands, you have to travel to. But not only that, they went to two different places and they had no contact with each other for a week. Oh, I can't do that. Why not? Half of our work relies on each other. What are you talking well, about? Well, we could have someone communicate between us. Like if I went on a trip like Julie, someone, <laughs> like Julie would be the communicator between me and Azra for like a week. Oh, there we go. Right. Julie's somewhere else. Perfect. We're all on vacation. I feel like that's a great way to handle our um, problems. We should try that. We should. Why are you talking like I that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I think that is pretty much the end of this episode. Um, I hope it was insightful because I definitely feel like if I heard this two years ago, I would feel like I learned so much and was able to like probably work a lot faster and quicker and get yeah. to where I was. And you know now. what? This is great for people watching that are trying to get into, you know, the industry as well because now you guys can use these as tips to know how to approach um situations that you might come by when um doing this so yeah, yeah. I feel so like we hope you guys great. enjoy it and i hope it was insightful hope you guys learned something and yeah. yes um i am thinking that we should do our first ever giveaway because Ooh. i don't know if you guys know this but we did say that if you guys rated us five stars um subscribed on apple Podcasts as well as commented a question um, and sent all that, all of those stuff in our DMs. We would um, pick one of you guys, um, f- you know, through a raffle, um, and give you guys some free signed, signed merch. merch. So I think we're gonna go through it right now and pick a winner. Pick a winner. They also asked a question, so we're gonna answer the question as well. But the winner for our first giveaway is Sienna Catherine. So I will be sending you a DM. Woo! Woo! Um, and I'll be sending you a DM, and you'll be getting signed merch. So um, we're gonna, you know, hit you up. And first of all, we appreciate you rating us five stars. It means Thank a lot. You. And the question that she asked was, um, "What is your favorite thing to do on your spare time?" Um, speaking of the last conversation we had, I would say get away from Azra is what I love to do. Wow, in my spare time. love that answer. I was going to say something kidding, more simple, kidding. like go to the gym, but it's fine. No, no, no. Yeah, I would say <laughs> the same thing. Go to the gym is definitely what I would do in my spare time as well. And recently, I've been liking 
I literally did this one day, but I really like cooking. Yes, it was she fun. did that once. I in know, four but I actually, months. I realized how much I loved it. I'm gonna start doing it every day. So now, in her spare time, she'll be cooking, cooking, going to the gym. Wow, there we go. Well, well congrats again, Sienna. Yes, we, we love will you. Send you your signed merch, and Aisha will DM you um, for all your details. All right, we love you guys so much. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of All Access with Ozra and Aisha. I love yes. you guys. Love you guys. Mm-hmm.